Episode 20 of Faith and Beliefs Refuted. I am your host, The Evangelical Norm. Uh, we're going to jump right into this one. Today is a pretty sensitive subject. Um, I've not got a whole lot to disagree with him on, um, except for the basic gospel that the Mormons believe and Christians believe. So this is actually going to lead into a, a hopefully a, a pretty good presentation of what the gospel is and so on. So again, it's a sensitive subject. Uh, David is going to talk about what Mormons believe about suicide. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump in. As usual, we may end up with an ad here before we get to our actual video, but let's see if we could just hit it. There's a myth in the religious world, even among Latter-day Saints, that if someone takes their own life, it's a one-way ticket to an eternal hell. That's simply not true. Suicide is tragic. If you haven't been affected by it yet, chances are you will be at some point in your life. I'll never forget sitting in a small internet cafe in northern Mexico as a young missionary and opening an email from my father breaking the news that a good friend of mine had taken his own life. It's when something like that happens that heavy questions arise. What's going to happen to my friend now? Did he just seal his eternal fate? Here's what one Latter-day Saint apostle, Bruce R. McConkie, wrote in one of his books. Persons subject to great stresses may lose control of themselves and become mentally clouded to the point that they're no longer accountable for their acts. Such are not to be condemned for taking their own lives. It should also be remembered that judgment is the Lord's. He knows the thoughts, intents, and abilities of men, and he in his infinite wisdom will make all things right in due course. Another apostle, M. Russell Ballard, echoed Elder McConkie. He said, I feel that judgment for sin is not always as cut and dried as some of us seem to think. When he does judge us, I feel he will take all things into consideration. Our genetic and chemical makeup, our mental state, our intellectual capacity, the teachings we've received, the traditions of our fathers, our health, and so forth. Okay, let me just, uh, again, refute this belief that this uh, Russell Ballard uh, presents. Um, God is going to take into his standard when he judges us. Now, intellectual capacity will, I, I do believe, will play a part in it. But the traditions of our fathers, um, our health, I don't know what our health has to do with any of those things. Um, mental state, um, again, as it leads into intellectual capacity, um, I don't think someone who is mentally handicapped, uh, I believe that, that judgment may be, they are sinners, but I think judgment for them may be like it is for children who aren't able to comprehend. I think if you're able to comprehend the weight of sin and what sin is, then God is going to judge you based on his standard. Um, and we'll get to talk about that, what that is in a minute. But again, 
I don't know that what our health and absolutely not the traditions of our fathers is going to play into that. Um, the the deceive, deception that we have from false religions is not going to sway God's judgment, um, especially if one has knowledge of what the gospel is. So just wanted to throw that in real quick. Um, Elder Dale Renland added that he personally believes that the vast majority of cases will find that these individuals have lived heroic lives and that that suicide will not be a defining characteristic of their eternities. In other words, those that take their own lives are so much more than that one desperate decision they made. We would do well to remember that, and we'd do well to remember that God remembers that too. Of course, God commands us not to take life, including our own. It's not a good thing to do. We don't want to give the impression that it is or that it's okay. But final judgment belongs to the Lord. He knows their heart, their circumstances, and their struggles more intimately than any of us can imagine. And that should give us hope. If you or someone you know struggles with thoughts of suicide, let's get you some help. Suicide.lds.org has tons of resources from how to recognize warning signs to recovering from a suicide attempt or coping with the loss of... Alright, I'm going to stop it there because I really I should have stopped it before that because I don't want to provide LDS... Uh, support for um, for suicide. I, I don't want to give you an LDS hotline for suicide. I will put in the description um, of this video, I will put in the uh, suicide prevention hotline and potentially a couple other numbers I'll, I'll put down in the description of hotlines and things that where you can call Christian based. So here's the thing, suicide. Horrible, horrible situation, tragic, all of the things that David said suicide is. 99% of the world, people in the world have been affected personally somehow by suicide. Someone we know, somebody that we love has taken their own life. Here's the thing, as Christians, and I actually just talked about this in the podcast this last week. As Christians, we don't speak ill of the dead. There are a couple of things that we do have to... To maintain one that anybody who dies whether by natural means by accident or suicide outside of Christ meaning not knowing the true Christ the Christ of the Bible having repented of your sin and put your faith and trust in him those who are outside of that are going to hell and that's just, we have to be willing to make that hard statement because the bad news is what makes the good news so great. So anybody who dies outside of Christianity, outside of, of Orthodox Christianity, outside of, the, the, of repentance and faith in Jesus Christ, the true Jesus Christ. And again, I make that statement because of the fact that the Mormons have a Jesus and a gospel that cannot save. So the Mormon Jesus cannot save. The Mormon gospel cannot save. And so, but anybody who is outside of Christ, when they die, Bible says, it is appointed once for men to die, then judgment. There is only two places that anyone is going to go, and the Bible makes it very clear. The sheep and the goat, the goats, the wheat and the tares, those things are going to be separated 
the, the tares and the goats are going to be cast into the lake of fire and the sheep and the wheat are going to be gathered into uh, the Lord's presence uh, at that point. So, but does it mean that anybody who has committed suicide, um, are they automatically going to hell? No, no. I do believe um, that there are Christians who in moments of severe distress for whatever reason uh, have taken their own lives. And here is where the reformed idea of perseverance of the saints, what most people will call once saved, always saved, absolutely has to come into play. Because if you are not a believer in perseverance of the saints, that Jesus says, those who you have given me, no one can snatch out of their hand, out of my hand. Um, if you believe you can lose your salvation or that you have to say that you have to maintain your salvation by acting in holiness, well, then an act of self-murder would be a sin that one could not repent of and would absolutely seal the fate of that individual um, if the ability to lose our salvation is there. As John MacArthur put it, if you could lose your salvation, you would. And that would be a moment of loss of salvation. Self-murder would be a place where, where our salvation would be lost if we could. But Jesus again has said, those who the Father has given me, no one can snatch them from my hand. Jesus has us securely. The, the work that Jesus did on the cross has saved us from all of our sin, past, present, and future. And so that last sin that a, a Christian who finds himself in that desperate state where they have taken their own life um, is, is preserved by Christ. Uh, his salvation is secured in Christ. And even that very last sin is forgiven in the act of repentance and belief and faith in Jesus. That's what we believe as Reformed Christians, uh, Biblical Christians, whatever you want to call us as Christians who believe what the Bible says about the, the manner of our salvation, the... Uh, the person who in whom our salvation is secured again our salvation isn't isn't based anything on any of our own works because if it was then we would lose it we would we would totally lose it but the fact that if we repent and put our trust in Christ that our our salvation is secure that is the guarantee for the person who, the Christian who commits suicide. Now, again, like I said, we, we don't, we don't know. I mean, I don't know who is and who isn't saved. Even among the people inside my church, I would never, you know, I, there are some that I can say I'm very confident in their salvation, but there are those that I, I just don't know. So I never, um, absolutely say that I, I take it back. There are some people that I would absolutely say, I know those people are going to heaven. I know they're in heaven. But there is nobody that I can absolutely say, I know they are going to hell. Again, I do agree with David in, in the sense that final judgment belongs to Christ. Final judgment belongs to God. And um, it may be that a person 
repents of their sin and puts their faith in Christ at the very last moment before they die. And that salvation is secured in Jesus. So we can, we can say that we're confident in those people who are going to heaven, those we know that are saved and have, have shown fruit in keeping with repentance. Um, but we never, I will never as a Christian make the absolute statement that I know someone is going to hell. I can make the absolute statement that if someone dies outside of repentance and faith in Christ, then yes, they are going to hell. But I don't know what that person's status is or state is at the end of their life. So there's the deal with, uh, with suicide and what we believe as Christians about suicide. I hope it was helpful. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria.